What's your wardrobe game like at the moment? Women need an office refresh because they're sick of feeling stale in their tracky dacks. Today on Feed Play Love, we're talking to one stylist about how you can refresh your wardrobe for the office. Feed Play Love with Siobhan Hunt. Going back into the office after a significant break can make you realise how few office-appropriate clothes you have. Chances are, if that break involved having babies or COVID, your body could be different. You might feel different. You may also be low on cash. But dressing your best for work helps you both feel confident and in some environments, it's a professional necessity, which is where stylist Amelia McFarlane comes into the picture to save us all. Amelia, welcome to Feed Play Love. Thank you, Siobhan. Can you talk to me first about, you know, that confidence we can take from a well-chosen work outfit? Well, I think when you know that you're wearing garments that really flatter your body shape, they're really tailored to your shape and they're going to drape beautifully on your shape. And you're wearing colours that really suit you and make you look really fresh and vibrant and well and when you wear the right colour, you will get people saying, you know, you look great or you look really fresh or it's just a natural thing that happens. You wear the right colour, people sort of respond to you in a really positive way. So it's that combination of things fitting your body well and also wearing beautiful colours that really suit you that absolutely gives you a new sense of confidence. And you would see that as well, right? Because I know you've helped mums when they're returning to work and you can just feel so out of it when you've been with babies. Absolutely. And I I can relate to that having gone through that myself. And um, that's why I get so much joy out of my job because I see this transformation in women. I get all this beautiful feedback afterwards, just saying, I feel like a new woman. I've got a spring in my step. Even my partner's noticing this new confidence that I've got. So yeah, it's a very rewarding job. We can underrate it too, I think, when it comes to fashion. It, we can say, oh, it's frivolous or it's not Absolutely. necessary. Yes. But really, especially with the work yes. environment, when we're no longer hiding our bottom half in Zoom, yeah. yes. it, it can be really important. Well, I even as sort of grapple with that moving into styling, just thinking, is it just such a sort of flaky area to work in? I mean, you don't need a university degree. And I was just sort of thought, are you ever going to be taken seriously? Um But as I've had years now of working as a personal stylist, it's quite the opposite. You know, you're really tapping into, you know, human psychology and how people operate and um, blocks they've got and working through all of that and then seeing people come out the other side in terms of feeling more confident. How do you approach the kinds of clothes you might buy if you feel your body shape has changed? So let's say it's fairly typical after childbirth or COVID, yeah. <laughs> that you have a tummy where you didn't really have one before. Like that's fairly typical, right? So is it possible to choose certain styles that fit that new shape? Styles, but also the fabric composition is really important. Like you need sort of thicker, heavier fabrics that will drape nicely over your tummy. I think once um, you're dealing with the tummy, which, you know, most of us are familiar with, Um, (laughs) post-children or just as we're aging, Mm. um, 
and you know, if you just like me, you love food. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, you you can always get around making your shape look flattered by using garments that are made of thicker fabrics that drape nicely over your tummy, and also um, often. Not always, but more often than not, high-waisted things are very flattering on a, whim- a lot of women where there are curves at play. I remember you telling me that mm. after I had my kids. And mm. now, as you can see, even today, <laughs> yes, I'm cinching You're it up high. that waist. Love Who it, Who knew? I always thought my waist was much further down <laughs> than it actually is. And it makes a big difference. It absolutely does. It gives you shape. Mm. Yes. Which, a nice shape that you can feel confident in because that's the thing isn't it like there's a lot of discussion about not trying to get back to your pre-baby body Mm. but in that conversation we need to be saying how your body is now is perfectly fine and beautiful and you can feel good yes as you are now it's not the body you had I feel like saying amen hallelujah (laughs) you're so right that's just it like I get so passionate about this. I want women to love their bodies as they are here and now and to to realise they can look great because I think a lot of people just, yeah, they just cling on to, well, I'm not the way I was before and so how can I look good now and, mm. you know, but there are always ways to get around sort of hurdles within your shape. Um, to and really it's an evolution, it. right? We accept, if we can accept the way our body's changing, we're accepting that process. Exactly. Of, aging. Yes. And it's natural that we don't look, I mean, I say that, I'm trying to say it to myself as well, that we don't look how we looked when we were 20 because we're not 20 anymore. That's right. Or you might be 20, but you're not 19. (laughs) No, it's, you're not, you've changed for a reason. That's right. And it's okay. Cause I, I have a girlfriend who I keep saying, I want you to go and see Amelia because I know you will enjoy the experience and you'll feel so much better in your clothes. And she's always like, oh, I'll just, I'll, I'll lose a few kilos. I want to make sure I've lost some kilos before I see her. And I'm like, I want to shake her. I want to say you don't need to. I hear that a lot. I really want to see you, but I'm just waiting till I lose a few more kilos. But then I don't want to sound like this pushy saleswoman. I'm like, well, no, you need to see me now. And, but but the reality is they should see me now to get them on track to just feel good because I think. It's you sort of putting yourself into this vicious cycle of I'll wait for this, I'll wait for that until I until I lose weight. When really, you need to just stop and think. I need to start looking after myself now, and maybe get a few outfits as an example of one way of looking after yourself. But get a few garments now. I feel really great in, and then I think there's a flow on effect that comes with that anyway. Yeah, you know, you, yeah, you, you might just start sort of improving the way you eat in terms of having more nutrition and nutritious meals or... Or you might realise that actually you're okay just as you are. Well, and that, of course. Exactly. See, I'm saying that so I can keep eating my potato (laughs) chips. (laughs) I mean, I can relate to that myself uh, in terms of, oh, wait, I won't do this photo shoot for my website because I want to lose some weight. And I'm like, hang on a second. What am I doing? What am I telling the women I'm working with? You know, it's so... I think it's just only natural that we grapple with self-acceptance and it's like a roller coaster. Sometimes you're feeling really good within yourself and other times you're just really giving yourself a hard time with your, um, you know, mm. harsh self-talk. So, yeah, it's, I can relate to it in a nutshell. Yeah. And it, and it is also like what we're talking about going back to work. If it's because you've had a break because you've been raising children, you want to feel as confident as you can. and. If you're hating on yourself yes. and your body, that's not going to help. No. Either. And maybe embracing where you're at and 
dressing appropriately. Yes. And by appropriately, I don't mean you need to look like a grandma. And, you know, there are stylish women out there who are grandmas, but, you know, the way we used to think of grandmas, you know, you don't have to wear something shapeless or yes, you can just embrace it. So let's talk about um, colour. Yes. Because I know that's your favourite thing. <laughs> sure is. How much colour can we sneak into an office environment? Well, I like to think that it's it's changed now how people dress in the office. For starters, I think it's maybe slightly more casual. But then with casual, I think it needs to be casual, but well put together is important to me as a stylist and what I like to educate my clients in. Um, and I think y- you can definitely bring more colour in now. I mean, you don't have to look like a clown or a walking rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like the walking rainbow, but anyway. <laughs> Unless that's your thing, you know, you're so confident and comfortable with that. Um, but I think another thing that people underestimate is how friendly colour is, how enticing, how warm, how engaging it is. Whereas if you're in dark colours all the time, it's, it's sort of the opposite. You kind of, um, it almost can create a bit of a block, I think. Whereas mm. wearing colour is the opposite. It's so engaging. So that's why I think colour really has its place in a corporate environment where building relationships is important. Is there any style guide you would give women in terms of looking professional at work? You mentioned there it's how you put it together, Mm -hmm. but are there any things we should avoid and are there things we should embrace? I think I already know what you'd say you avoid. (laughs) (laughs) Flip-flops. Yes. (laughs) You avoid that everywhere. (laughs) No, but is there generally something you'd say, okay, maybe steer away from this particular choice and you can never go wrong with something else. Oh, Chev, you're really putting me on the spot here. Um, Crop tops. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Skin. How much skin you show? Yeah, I think needs to be very strategic. Okay. Um, I think, oh, look, it's so hard to say because it depends on someone's job and the environment yes. they're in, isn't it? To just sort of give Definitely. a blanket, you know, a general. You know what you told me though, yeah. that I do, I have found really helpful is a good blazer. Yeah. Like I thought that was very, oh, private school. But it actually is yes. one of those things that can sort of make you look a bit smarter. I feel like I've converted a few clients around that too. People are like, oh, no, I'm not into it. It's just not me. Yeah. Too preppy. Or I'm like, just get one and just experiment with it because it will just give you that sharper look once you put on a blazer. You can be super casual, mm. then pop a blazer on and it just – lifts it up. It absolutely does. And not to mention, um, the right blazer can be very flattering too. Like yeah. it tapers in at the waist, it hits you at the right spot. Sort of and you can have colour too, right? Of course. I mean, you did tell me to get a navy blazer, which was very appropriate Yes, at the time, very helpful. Or another, another handy colour to have in the mix, I think, is a neutral blazer because mm-hmm. I love mixing neutrals and block colours. What are your thoughts on... <laughs> White. I, I only say that because as a mother, yes, my children are now eight and ten and I still avoid white. But I love it. And I think sometimes it can look really smart in the office. But how do you feel about white? Particularly when you're not maybe your body shape, you're thinking, hmm, I don't know. No, I think white's so fresh and obviously <laughs> I was gonna say clean and crisp. Depends if it's clean. <laughs> you can keep it clean. Depends if little, dogs jumped little, up on you before yeah, you've left. Dogs the house. and children. Um, just let me think about what I can say exactly about white. I mean, I think it's how you 
Can you have a white blazer? Like is a white blazer a good idea? Or? Okay, yes, it is because it can go with a lot of things. Because then and you can I wear think, your white sneakers and think, be wearing flats yes. at work. My tip probably around that would be put your blazer on just as you're leaving your house. Yes. <laughs> Almost don't keep it inside your house. Have it hung over the back of your car seat. <laughs> yes, that's not that's not a bad idea. <laughs> But white is a colour, I agree. It's lovely. It's fresh. I feel great in white too, but I'm not, I'm a bit of a klutz, so I often end up <laughs> spilling things. Or <laughs> I was going to say, I'd probably spill my coffee on it whilst at work. So Actually, another random tip, you can get stain, like a stain remover pen. Oh. You can kind of have one of them handy in your handbag. So if huh. you are someone that loves light colours, but you sort of fear the chances of me getting a mark on this are pretty high. You could always just have that stain pan on hand. Does and it get of, rid of coffee? Um, well, <laughs> depends how big this village is, but <laughs> it's not a bad idea to have one of those stain pens on hand mm-hmm. that you keep in your handbag, especially if you're wearing white. Now, one of the things that has been an absolute revolution in fashion mm-hmm. <laughs> is the ability to wear sneakers anywhere. Yes. With skirts, agreed. with dresses, etc. Yes. <laughs> so I guess in the office, again, it depends on the office, but if you were wedded to your sneakers, but you want to still look professional, um, I guess, I suppose then you can add a blazer to it or? Yes, of course. You yeah. can wear your trainers with dresses. Like, I mean, the funny thing about trends is um, the more you see something, the more you start to engage with it and feel like, oh, I could do that too. Whereas when you first start seeing something like seeing, for example, chunky sneakers in a dress, you might have thought, oh, that looks absolutely ridiculous. But then the more you see it, the more you start to go, actually, I quite like that look now. And so I'm all for the moment embracing sneakers with everything because it's mm. a trend and I just think, oh, it's so comfortable. In fact, I'm not going to care when it's a trend or not on the track. (laughs) I don't think I'm just, I'm going to keep embracing the trainer and dress look. Yeah. Because it's just so comfy. And I don't, don't you agree, Siobhan, that as you age, you get more reeled in by comfort. It's like, if it's comfortable, I'm in. (laughs) Oh no. Like I said to someone the other day, my footwear is part of my emotional load in the morning. It's like, how far do I have to walk? Yes. And what am I prepared to cope? Gone are the days where like, you know what? They look great. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, nope, I want to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> and find a way to make it work. Still looks stylish. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so if you've had a break from work, um, chances are you won't have a lot of money to spend. Mm. So is it possible to get the basics right on a budget? Yeah, I think in like when I'm dealing with um, – a mum that's yeah, saying I'm not working at the moment, so I feel really conscious of I can't spend too much on myself. I would always make a priority, actually, trainers, which we've just talked about. But I think that's a great one for mums that are, you know, whipping around in parks and need to be comfortable chasing after their toddlers, etc. cetera. Mm. I think a good pair of trainers in maybe a colour that, that you really love and potentially get one in various colours or a colour you feel really drawn to. And basics is just, you know, a good white tee, a great pair of jeans that really flatter you. And that's another thing people often think, but I can't find jeans that work. You can always find a jean that will flatter you. Otherwise, um, a nice pair of linen pants, you know, the high-waisted wide leg, I think. And does this work for work as well? Well, that could work for both, for Mm. sure. But I'm just sort of thinking of new mums um, and what are priorities in that when you're in that world. Yeah. Yeah. And also I think 
a denim jacket's always handy, never really goes out of style, and that's a handy basic for new mums. If you are in that position that you've had a bit of time off and you're going back to work, you don't want to spend a lot of money until you're bringing it back in again. Yes. What do you think would be the first thing that you should go out and buy? I'm probably trainers. Still trainers? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I Just it. trainers that you really love. Yeah. 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 And you can, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love it. Well, Amelia, I could talk to you all day about clothes, <laughs> but I better wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming in. My pleasure. That's stylist Amelia McFarlane from Colour Me and Styling, and you'll get the most out of Amelia's work. If you follow her on Instagram, you'll find her at Colour Me in Styling. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love. If you did, please rate, review or favourite. That way you'll get all the new episodes, plus we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, email me at feedplaylove at listener.com. Bye for now.